right, let's go. Hey everyone, it is your girl, the Tea Teacher, and today we are combining both my YouTube channels, uh, the Tea Teacher and the Good Morning with Anika White together, because today we are talking with a gospel, y'all, singer, um, James Hardy. We are um, interviewing him today, just like talking to old two old good friends that haven't seen each other in years uh, about his single Child of the King. Mr. James, how are we doing this morning? I'm doing blessed. I woke up with the joy of the Lord and just feeling like, okay, what whatever this day is going to bring, I know it's going to be a blessing. I know it's going to be just awesome. So I'm, I'm actually excited. I'm at peace. Had a little refreshing from last night and just in my prayer and worship. So I'm really, really feeling good this morning. Well, good. Well, good. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. I'll try to summarize it. There's a whole lot. Okay. <laughs> uh, basically, I, I got saved at the age of seven and just gave my life to the Lord. I was born again, water in the spirit, of course, and just been walking with the Lord ever since. I started singing officially in church at the, at the age of, I would say about 10. This, the the singing was always there, but I didn't really start cultivating it until age 10 when we actually had our children's choir. And then from there, started singing in the youth choir, started singing in the mass choir, and until I got older. So that's where all of this began, the whole singing ministry. But I didn't know I was going to be a singer. I didn't know that it was going to go this route. I just It was just something that sparked in me, just the worship. And I believe that's where it started. I would always just worship the Lord. I, I don't know if Anybody that's watching will remember we used to have testimony services right. in church. <laughs> I think some churches might do it. I think a lot of churches cut it out, but we used to have testimony service. And so I used to just worship the Lord and just sing. It was just in my, my spirit to just, just give God the glory. I wasn't as skilled as I am now as a singer. So it wasn't, you know, this just, what was it called? Like the, you know, the, that, that, uh, child star prodigy moment but it was um, a worship moment it was a moment between myself and the Lord but I was just singing from the heart because I had just an early encounter with God and you know at, at my age so that's where it all started and just just progressed from there just so much I don't know how much you know it's a little bit more easier to ask more uh, specific questions but that's in a nutshell from there <laughs> to the all the way up to now that's that's how it's been it's well, still like that you have mentioned the testimony service and yes I do I'm an 80s baby <laughs> early 80s and we had testimony service every Sunday <laughs> there you go <laughs> and churches nowadays go. don't do that no more uh, mm -hmm. they have gone to praise and worship instead right. of doing the old time fashion testimony services and yep. um, uh, I remember as well as being a kid, you know, we had a little sunshine band, we had a little <laughs> teenager uh, choir, and then we had the adult choir. So, <laughs> mm -hmm. yep, we had all of that. Yes, we, we did. Yes, we did. And I think that was, to me, um, that got the young adults, the children, more involved to be free to worship him and to yes. to to get that one on one communication with God themselves instead of you know having our parents to do it or it, it taught us how to because sometimes our parents are not going to be there so it taught mm -hmm. us to me <clears throat> to worship and to get that connection and get that love between me and God together and it's a funny thing how you said about the singing that you didn't think it would go this far you know but I listened to your song Child of the King and let me tell you 
it really touched me. It really, it really wow. did because it was like, did I miss something as a kid? You know, it was just, <laughs> <laughs> it was just that heart felt. You was like, you were singing, but you 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 had so much emotion and and messages in that song to mm. where anybody can you know to adapt to it. You know, you got them old church songs and old testimony songs and old choir songs. <laughs> but this song, to me, it was like, he's putting his whole life and emotions and heart into this. He's like, Lord, I'm talking to you. I, I am right. your child. You know, you are my king. And and it was wonderful. I was like, mm. so I had to listen to it twice. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Thank I had you, Jesus. To it, it, it twice. And just the worship. Um, that we need to have with God is, is amazing. It's amazing because we got to have that in this day and age, in this society, with everything going on, we got to have that one-on-one. Um, and we got to praise Him in our homes. You know, we can't be shy and only do it at church. We got to do it everywhere. We got to do it in our homes, our jobs, the grocery store, the gas station, uh, the parking lot, wherever God speaks to us or hit us at that moment. We got to obey Him and we got to worship Him. And I think to me, speaking for myself, I think worshiping, worshiping Him every day and praying every day, it makes the day go by better. It does. It does. In fact, oh no, I was just to say, in fact, um, it's funny you mention all that because that's how it is during the day. Like I'm constantly, even at work, I'm constantly in a state of worship. I'm constantly just, and I'm not necessarily singing around the office. Sometimes I'll hum a little thing, but I'm not out there, ah, I'm not doing all that. I'm just <laughs> worshiping. I'm just worshiping the Lord. I'm just, I'm in his presence. I'm thinking about him. I'm meditating, meditating on him and songs well up in my spirit. I'm like, okay, Lord. And I'll just start humming sometimes. Sometimes I'll put on my, my headphones while I'm working, of course, and I'm, I'm listening to the music and I'm getting encouraged. And I keep forgetting I'm at work. So sometimes people ask me a question and I'm looking at them. I tried, I've tried not to do this. I've, I've made this mistake before. So I had, you know, God had to correct me on this, but I would look up at them as it's like, you're interrupting my, my work. I'm working, but you're interrupting my worship time. Leave me alone. Like, what right. What do you want? They better be good. Don't, <laughs> don't interrupt me on no silliness. But I, I realized, okay, I'm at work. You know, even though I'm yeah. allowed to be able to listen to music, I have, you know, I'm, I'm at work. And so I, you know, I, I'm, I'm okay with it. It's just, I get into that moment of worship. And last night I came home after work. I was pretty much home, you know, all for the rest of the evening. And earlier that day I had watched an interview. I won't mention the artist's name. It's an artist that I do like, but I watched, uh, not as an interview, it was a blog about this, this particular artist. And as I was listening to the individuals talking about the artist, and they were talking about how the artist started um, and how they changed over time. And it really hit home with me. It, I mean, it really hit home with me in the sense that I said, Lord, I'm doing this. You know, you're, you're launching me out. I started back in 2021, officially putting out an album, or like a real album. And I said, Lord, I don't want to do that. I don't want to start off with the worship and humility and then start making it about me and, and getting prideful. Because we know what that happens. We know right. That's right. it comes, you know, a fall is coming. Yes. And I'm not, I'm not speaking against that artist. I'm just yes. saying the things that they were bringing out were so blatant and so contrast to who they are and who they were. 
and to who they represent in the kingdom. I said, Lord, I don't want, I don't want that to be me. So yes. I went into repentance. I, I went and said, Lord, I, I said, God, I am, you know, since my heart and the Lord just started showing me and I, it was like a, there was like a barrier and it was my fault. I, I allowed certain things unbeknownst to me. Um, some things I, I kind of realized where it crept in and some things I didn't, but it was something that I allowed. I gave the enemy that access. So I had to repent before God. I had to close those doors, but I felt the presence of God and I just started to break down. Like I, I, I went and just sat, sat down. and was just like, God, you know, I'm so sorry. I, I didn't have more words. I had more tears than I had words. Yes. To just, it was just, you know, and then, and then how it started, ironically, was that I have another single out. It's not promoted, but it's it's part of my my music. It's called "Come and Be Free," and God brought that song back to my spirit. It was like the Lord used that song I put out to minister back to me. And I started going into worship, not because it's me, but I started going into the worship. And it was like, come and be free. Let go of the past. Right. Embrace what he has. And it was, it was, it was just wonderful last night. And I, I just went to bed with a refreshing, went to bed just feeling better. I woke up this morning. Um, I was watching The Chosen a little bit last night. And I woke up and watched the rest of The Ch- uh, Chosen episode. I don't know if anybody's familiar with that. But on all in all, I said all this to say that I was praising and worshiping the Lord. I've never been ashamed to worship and praise the Lord, uh, not only in front of people, but also in my home. And I actually prefer in the private moments, in the stillness, in those, those places, I would yes. prefer to worship God by myself. I don't like onlookers. <laughs> when I'm in my worship mode, I don't like people looking. Unless you're worshiping with me, unless you're yeah, praising leave God, me alone. <laughs> leave me alone. Don't. I don't want nobody staring, looking at me like, wait, wait, what are y'all staring at me for? <laughs> I should be in worship too. So anyway, I said all that to say that's that's where I'm, I that's how I've grown when it came to my to the worship and the praise. It's just it's personal, and when it's personal. You don't care whether you're in church. You don't care whether you're at home. Like you said, we're in the grocery store, and that that that, that thought hits you. And you're like, "Whoo, thank you, Jesus!" Or that 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 reminder of what yes. God has done, and it, it's like, "Wow!" You just sit there. Sometimes you could be driving, and just tears fall down your eyes. Right. Just like God, I thank you for what you do. I thank you for your grace and mercy. I thank you because I should have been dead. I should have been in a hospital from right. this or that or some disease or some some type of whatever. But you saw fit to cover me. That's right. In your blood. You cover me. In your blood. And that's, that's what right. Child of the King is about. That's right. That's right. In your blood. And and that's and that's when you're talking about the just your space. In the Bible talks, you know, get in that secret closet, that secret spot with yes. him and you just talking and, and sometimes we don't realize that sometimes we let the enemy comes in like you said you realize some part, some parts you didn't realize some parts we don't realize how we let the devil just creep in but once he tries to creep in if we give him the opportunity to creep, keep on creeping he's going to destroy us but we gotta stop that at the door and sometimes you know you were speaking I can be asleep just dead asleep probably snoring too but just dead asleep and all of a sudden I'll get to praying, not knowing why, not knowing for who, maybe for myself, but the Lord works with you even in your sleep. Mm-hmm. You'll wake oh, yeah. up praying. You'll wake up, Lord Jesus, touch them. Father, cover them in your blood. 
Put your arms of protection around us. And, and sometimes you wake up speaking in tongues, not knowing for That's what right. reason. That's right. But whatever the reason may be, God's giving it to you. God's giving yes. you that. And then you know too, when, when, when we're in worship, tears fall down. People think, oh, you know, they done done something wrong. Oh no, honey, I'm counting each blessing that God has bestowed upon me. Each right. blessing that God said, I'm going to grant you because of your good work, I'm granted down to your children, your children's children. And keep on going. People don't realize that. Yes, there are generational curses. But honey, God got blessings. That's generational blessings that people That's really right. don't understand. And sometimes God right. gives us a song to sing. And if you don't sing that song, God going to give it somebody else to sing. You didn't miss your blessing right then and there. That's right. And I have been in the car, I don't know how many times driving me and my family eating by myself and tears flow down and I say Lord I thank you because I should have been dead I should have been gone when I was three years old that lady thought that she was I was dead she tried to kill me but God said no I got a blessing for you I got a purpose for you I got a reason why I want you to be here and I thank him every day Lord I thank you but first we got to cleanse ourselves get ourselves together because we can't help nobody else or minister, minister to nobody else or praise him if we not together. That's right. And like you know, it's funny. Man, you got to sweep around your own front door before you try to sweep around my. <laughs> but it's funny you mentioned all of this. I just love this 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 uh, conversation because everything you're mentioning is exactly what God was dealing with me last night before. You know, before I like completely broke down, the thought came to mind about praying, and, and the Lord spoke to me. He says. It, it wasn't in such a it wasn't in a rebuke it was it was a like a reminder like James you you're not praying like you used to it's not that you're not praying at all but you're not praying, praying like, like you used to yes and I'm thinking about all the people the, the family members the the my co-workers uh, saints that got this these issues and of course I I don't I'm I am I, James Hardy, am not the solution. Jesus is the solution. Right. But Amen. the Lord tells us to pray for one another. And I, I got convicted just with his gentle reminder. You used to pray. You're not praying for people like you used to. I got so caught up in, in trying to get this together, that together. And there's nothing wrong with taking care of business. But I got so caught up in the work that I forgot to take time to spend time with, with the one who assigned the work to me. And when I started and God was it, I just I was thinking about Revelations chapter 2 with the first church he mentions Ephesus and he says you done all of this stuff you know my name you know those who are fake those who are not he says you know it, it, in essence if I were to put it in today's vernacular you know everything about church you know who's real who ain't who's who's part of the body who's part who's not part of the body you know exactly what to do you know how to preach you know how to teach you know how to sing but you left your first love and the Lord was like, I called you not to just sing on, a, on an album and, and be known. I've called you to minister to the sick. I've called you to minister to the downcast. I've called you to go out to the highways and hedges. He says, now, yes, I am sending you in a platform, but don't you forget where I've, what I've called you to originally. And I started repenting. I said, God, please open up the doors. Yes, this is part of my ministry of singing, but there's another part of the ministry. There are people, I, you know, I used to go to the convent. I'm sorry, am I talking too long? I don't want to go take You go ahead. No. <laughs> <laughs> I used to go to the convalescent homes 
And this is before, the, of course, the pandemic. This was many, many years ago. And I used to go to the convalescent homes, and I remember this, it was, I think, 2004. And I was working at, at that time, Southern California Edison. And part of my job, we would read meters. So I would go throughout different parts of Santa Monica, Beverly Hills. You know, part of my job was to read all of those meters. So I was on where Venice Boulevard is, right where, not too far from, what is that? Uh, I don't know if you're, you're oh, you're in, oh, you're in Oklahoma. Sorry. <laughs> you're in Oklahoma. I'm sorry. So in Venice Beach, California, there's a part that's, um, I forgot what it, it's like a, uh, gosh, I can't think of it. Why am I going blank? But basically it's, it's a popular spot where everybody goes, but going down further as you head towards what we call Malibu or, or on the top part of Venice Beach, there was this convalescent home and I stopped by the convalescent home and as I was meeting the readers the, the, uh, on the wall, they said, oh, you know, one of the ladies came out and said, oh, you need to come in. I said, no, no, I'm good. And so I started to inquire about the, the building. And she said, it's a convalescent home. And the Lord spoke to me. He says, go in there. I want you to set up an appointment and go and minister to them in song. Now, I didn't have my equipment at the moment. So I talked to her. She said, oh, that'd be great. We don't have anybody to visit them. They would love it. So I got the information, set up everything. And at that time, I had a karaoke machine. So I had a karaoke machine, had my little instrumentals. I had my hymnal book. So I put hymns to these instrumentals. They did not fit. None of these, none of it fit as far as the music. But I took those those lyrics and I put it to the instrumental melodies. Yes. So I went and came back and I got off of work around three, about three o'clock. So that still had enough time. I left work, which was all in the same location, about five or 10 minutes away, went there. And I, as I began to sing, they brought all of the, the elderly people. This is one part that really got me. You could see the Lord was dealing with those people. Yes. Yes. I don't know what they were involved with. I don't know what their life was, what, if they believed in God, if they didn't believe in God. All I know, even the men that were there, some of these men were like from the world, what, world war, like they were, you know, part of all that. And even, even he was getting choked up. There were people that, and it had nothing to do with James and just James singing. It was just the anointing began Here, to yes, move. Yes. And I'm trying not to get emotional about it, but there was this lady that I remember to this day. I'm, I'm sure she passed. That was about 2004. But she started walking up and I don't know if she had a condition on in, or that was just but she had a condition where her whole cheeks were swollen her tongue was sticking out it was that was just the way it was and she started to walk up and the lady that was in charge went to go get her the lady was walking towards me this particular lady was walking towards me so the lady that was in charge went to get her and I said no 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 she's fine the lady came she sat next to me she said not a word and she sat next to me and you could see rivers of tears flowing down her eyes because Ooh. the anointing so began great. to hit her. Yes. God began to deal with her. I don't know what it was, but I, I looked at her and she just sat there and she had tears coming down her eyes. We have to remember as artists that it's not about us. No. It's not no, about it's us. Not. It's about God moving in the hearts of people so that people can come to know them. This lady, maybe maybe she knew the Lord and maybe she turned away. God knows. But 
you know, I'm like, I'm crying a little bit because I'm, I'm the memory's coming back to me. She just, I mean, it was just rivers of tears. She, she just sat there and just looked straight on. That is, that is the essence of my ministry. Wow. That is wow. what God has called me to do. Yes. So yes. my desire has always been not to have the best sounding music. You can have the best sounding music and that's good. That's great. But if it's only building me up and not building Jesus, then I've lost it. I've lost the, the vision. I've, I've lost it. I've gone out of the way. So my hope and prayer with this music, with these songs, is not to make people feel good. It's not to make people get in the hip of the song. I want those lyrics and that melodies and that sound to pierce the heart. That's right. That's right. So Jesus can step in and do what he has to do. And of course, the devil doesn't want that. No, he, does he does not want that. He would rather me, you know, he would rather me, and it's not about him, but he would rather me have something that, that would stir the flesh, but that's not right. convict the heart. That's right. That's right. And that's always been my prayer when it comes to, to what I do. Uh, but and I believe because of the sincerity, God will, is, is opening up doors and will continue to open up the doors because people need to hear authentic worship, uh, uh, stuff that's going to make them look at themselves and say, God, am I where I need to be with you? That's right. Or, that's Lord, right. thank you. You know, or reminders, I'm a child of the King. You know, so... And I, like I said, I wasn't planning on getting here to cry. I was just like, man, God. Let the Lord use you because maybe somebody out there needs to hear that. Because, you know, it's not about us. It's not about the piercing of the, the flesh and, and, and making everybody feel good. No, it's about the word and the message God has given you to give to them. And you said lady was crying. God was having it. God was piercing her heart. Like, you, we don't know what, what was going on. We don't even know what happened to her in the past or the present. The only thing that we know is God sent you there for a reason. And that reason only knows between you, God, and them. And that's an amazing thing because people can holler and whoop and everything, make millions and millions of dollars. But if they don't give God's message the way that he wants them to, it's of nothing. It's of nothing. In the Bible, it talks about how people had these different talents. You know, if some people buried them, some people just didn't want them. I, I, I pray for the Lord, let me use my talent. And see, I'm a talker. <laughs> I have always been a talker since I was a kid. I have been a talker. I came up in the music background as being a kid and my parents and stuff. But I am a talker. And I said, Lord, use me. I don't want to be ashamed. I don't want to be scared. I don't want to be intimidated. But Father, you use me the way that you want me to be used. Show me what someone is going through. I had a friend. He's passed on now that um, one day me and my uh, friend went to go visit and to go pray. Now, me, I just went to go and pray silently. But <laughs> <laughs> he looked at me and you can see his whole eyes. His body. I looked like God had showed me his whole soul, and his soul was so dark. And wow. he kept, and tears just flowing. And I couldn't stop crying. Snot was just coming. I'm just trying to wipe it up, but it still wouldn't stop. And he said, What's wrong? And I'm looking at him, and I couldn't say nothing. And he said, I'm, But I'm feeling better. I'm going to be okay. I'm, 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 I'm going to beat this. And I'm, I wanted to tell him what I saw. And I said, No, I can't do that. I can't do that. I can't do that. And I'm just, you know, fighting. 
God has shook me so hard. <laughs> and before I knew it, it just, whew, it came out. He looked at me like, <laughs> and, and when I said it to him, and we got done praying, it wasn't but a week later he had passed away. But God had, he had wanted me to tell him what I had seen, what the message was. And I felt like, you know, the older we get, and we get more and more in, in the church, and more, not necessarily in the church, but more in him, reading our Bibles and meditating, and, and just opening up, being honest, being um, transparent. Father, it's me, oh Lord. Standing in the need of prayer. Need of prayer. That's Not right. my mother, my father, my sister, nobody but father, but it's me. You know, convict me, wash me, make me whole, burn me from the inside out so I can do your will, so I can right. please you. Because I don't want to please nobody else. That's right. I don't want to, I don't want to please Sister Bluefoot or Johnny so-and-so down the street. I want to please you because can't nobody put me in heaven or hell but you, Father. That's right. And, and when, you know, when we get to heaven, we can't, we can't do no good works up there, so we gotta do it down here. It says go out in the hedges and compel them to come. We gotta show, let our light so shine before men that they may see our good works and glorify our Father. And I thank God because in your song, Child of the King, you are letting that be known. You are being transparent. Father, I am your child. You are my father. You know, it's me. And and, and 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 that's a wonderful thing. A lot of people they get up there and they make all these albums and they be just hollering and screaming to me, there's no message. And I'm just like <laughs> that's right. what was the point of the song? <laughs> because there was no message. But if you can't sing a song in the church and feel his spirit, something ain't right. That's right. If you in church or if you listen to a God give you a song, even if just knowing who he is, my children, they're young adults, but their friends said, how can you believe in somebody you can't see? Every day, <laughs> I can, because I know what he's done. I know what he's had, I know what he's doing now. I know what he's gonna do in the future. That's right. See, we gotta have that one-on-one -on -one deal, but see, nobody, the sinners don't understand that, but that's the reason why God blessed us. Your voice and people's ministries and testimonies to tell them, hey, you're not alone. You have someone here with you that's been through maybe not that exact thing, but has been through something in life that might can help you. And I and it's wonderful. It's wonderful that you know you've been on TV shows and radio stations and magazines, but it's a blessing to hear your voice and to hear how God has blessed you and to hear that you are so sincere about God that you don't mind about crying on no interview because why God has brought you so far and is going to continue to keep on bringing you over those stepping stones. Don't move my stepping stones. No. Just give me the strength to climb them and to get over them, them hurdles. That's right. And I and I thank you because that just you what you said a while ago really touched me. And I and I, I was crying a little tears too, but I got my glasses on so nobody can see. <laughs> it's just a blessing how God is touching people in different ages, different states, different backgrounds, different religion. Different. God is saying it's not all about that. It's about me, and it's a wonderful. It's wonderful. I, I'm I'm just excited. <laughs> and you know what? I I appreciate that. I was just as you were talking, I was thinking about one of the things the Lord had. He recommissioned me. He yes. says, 
as you go, you don't forget. <clears throat> don't forget that. And it's been some things have been in my spirit to do. And I was like, okay, Lord, I, I, and I'm trying to ask, not ask people to do it for me, but I'm asking people, can you do this? And God, I thought about it just popped in my dropped in my spirit. I think it was Moses. When he asked, when God told Moses, go and tell Pharaoh to let my people go. I believe it was him. And he said, what do you have in your hand? A staff. And he, then he tests him, right? He takes the staff, those, you know, quills on the ground, it becomes a snake. Then he goes and picks up the, picks up the, the, the snake by the tail. I believe God instructs him to do so. Picks up and he turns back into a staff. Now there's deeper significance that I'm not I'm not on here to preach. I'm just there's deeper significance. Yes. But I the point I'm using of that is the Lord said, What do you have in your hand? I said, Lord, a microphone. He said, Do not did I not tell you to get a machine? Yeah, I have a machine right here. Go use it. You don't need them. You have a you have a chaplain's license. If they don't want to go with you, you go by yourself. Go talk to the people and you let them know what I've sent you to do. And I'm not going. I'm not going there to preach. I'm just going there to minister in song. That's that's all God told me to do. And I was like, okay, Lord, I'm, I'm saying this because I'm I'm gonna to do it. But it was just the instructions. When we get well, to God that place, to yes, yes, and when you get to that place where you cleanse, because I said, God, I can't do anything until some of this crap yes. is gone. I got to get this stuff off of me. I got it. This it, it's it's a barrier between me and you, and I can't go forth and be effective to anybody if I got all of this stuff on me in me that should not be there. So after going through that, God was like, "Okay, I'm giving you instruction now." And I said, "Lord, I you know it, with all the pandemic stuff and you know making restrictions, you can cannot." And it's kind of, of course, it's kind of lightened up a bit, it's, yes. but it's still using that, you know. So I'm like, okay, Lord, what I do, he says, just go do, and I will go with you. I will be with Hallelujah. you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And yes. let me speak through you. I had a, uh, wow, at, and I had a, I had a dream. This was way back in 2000. No. Was it 2000? I would, you know, I would say it's anywhere between 1998 and 2002. Yeah, because I was still at this particular house where we were staying at. 2001, excuse me. But I have this dream. And in this dream, I don't know what the station, people have been prophesying that don't know me, have been prophesying several times about me singing in front of this large platform. That's, That's not the main important thing. But the thing was, I was on this platform and there was other people singing. I don't remember if it was a secular event where I was allowed to sing gospel music or if it was a gospel event. One thing I will tell you is that this event, there were people singing, there was no anointing. But as I started to sing, the anointing began to move. And there was this, in in, in this particular spirit now, I've seen it in another dream, but I'm not going to talk about that. But in this particular dream, as I began to sing, an anointing began to move in this. And, and there was a spirit 
that was sitting in the front row. It was it was actually Slender Man. If anybody knows what Slender Man was, yes, or Slender I know Man, Slender Man. Yes. But, but before Slender Man started to become popular, which is crazy to me, Slender Man was actually coming after me in my dreams before I even knew what it was. No, literally, I drew it out. So if anybody, you know, but that again, that's for something else. But and, and that's it. part of it. Mm. It's just that I have part of his deliverance ministry that God has given me. So with that being said, I saw it was Slender Man was sitting there and he was slouched. Sorry, I'm just kind of kind of giving me an idea. He was slouched like this as I began to sing, and he had his head down and he had a hat on, the black hat that he had. Yes. And he lifted up his head at me as, as the anointing began to move, and he started going for me, reaching Ooh. for my throat, mm. but he couldn't touch me. He just started reaching, going for me, and it, it was like he was—he would get this far, but he couldn't yeah. touch me. And yeah. so I stopped singing, got off the stage, went backstage, and he started to follow me. But this time, instead of him being tall like he was, like I'd seen him in my other dream, he was very short. I went into this room, and I don't know—I was—I was—I was at peace, but there was some other type of spirit that was talking to me, but I rejected it. I was like, whatever this does, I've just rejected yes. that spirit. Yes. I got uh, I got out of that room, but as I began to walk and I saw it coming, the saints began to gather and we started to fight it off. Yes. And then we were all, we stood and we gathered in prayer and we were lifted up. Look, not, not, not necessarily like rapture per yes. se, but we were being lifted up from that level all the way up. And so I, that, I said all that to say that in that dream, it just, it, it reminds me that yes we are there to minister through music I'm there whoever else is there but what's most important at the end of that song at the end of that concert at the end of that uh, what do you call it conference at the end of that whatever it is that we say in the name of Jesus or that we say is for the sake of the kingdom yes if people's lives are not being truly That's transformed, right. That's right. Yes. To where they are asking, what must I do to be safe? If people are not coming to the place where they said, you know what? I was sick. And that song you sung healed me. I had this go. If that person's coming, is not saying testifying then you know what I was on the place where I was getting ready to commit suicide but when I heard that song it brought me out if 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 the if the predominant portion of our ministry as singers as musicians are not bringing people to Jesus we've lost it that's right that's right we have and we've entertained (laughs) right instead of being a blessing instead of being a blessing so I'm just grateful for the opportunities that God has given me. I don't deserve it. You know, by my works and by my efforts and by my actions, I can say I don't deserve it. But it's his grace that has opened up these doors. It is his grace that says, you are my child. You are my son. And that is why I'm sending you. You told me, you promised to me, when you said those words, he, the Lord told me, when you said those words, James, he, he, I repeated the words in Isaiah. Uh, no, when G, when God says, 
also in you know Isaiah, it's in Isaiah, but it says, also I heard the voice of the Lord saying. Yeah, one minute left. So if it clicks off, I'm, I'm going to send, send a different link to uh, her so she can send it to you. So if it okay. clicks off, I'm going to send a different link. So go ahead. <clears throat> okay, I'll, real quick. It says, also I heard the voice of the Lord saying, who shall I send and who will go for us? Then I said, Lord, hear my, send me, I will go. And I'll end it on that. <laughs> send me. Right, let's go. Hey everyone, it is your girl, the Tea Teacher, and today we are combining both my YouTube channels, uh, the Tea Teacher and the Good Morning with Anika White together, because today we are talking with a gospel, y'all, singer, um, James Hardy. We are um, interviewing him today, just like talking to old, two old good friends that haven't seen each other in years uh, about his single, Child of the King. Mr. James, how are we doing this morning? I'm doing blessed. I woke up with the joy of the Lord and just feeling like, okay, what whatever this day is going to bring, I know it's going to be a blessing. I know it's going to be just awesome. So I'm I'm actually excited. I'm at peace. Had a little refreshing from last night and just in my prayer and worship. So I'm really, really feeling good this morning. Well, good. Well, good. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. I'll try to summarize it. There's a whole lot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, basically, I, I got saved at the age of seven and just gave my life to the Lord. I was born again, water in the spirit, of course, and just been walking with the Lord ever since. I started singing officially in church at, at the age of, I would say about 10. This, the, the singing was always there, but I didn't really start cultivating it until age 10 when we actually had our children's choir. And then from there, started singing in the youth choir, started singing in the mass choir, and until I got older. So that's where all of this began, the whole singing ministry. But I didn't know I was going to be a singer. I didn't know that it was going to go this route. I just, it was just something that sparked in me, just the worship. And I believe that's where it started. I would always just worship the Lord. I, I don't know if anybody that's watching would remember we used to have testimony services right. in church. <laughs> <laughs> I think some churches might do it. I think a lot of churches cut it out. But we used to have testimony service. And so I used to just worship the Lord and just sing. It was just in my, my spirit to just, just give God the glory. I wasn't as skilled as I am now as a singer. So it wasn't, you know, this just, what was it called? Like, the, you know, the, that, that uh, child star prodigy yeah. moment. But it was... Um, a worship moment. It was a moment between myself and the Lord, but I was just singing from the heart because I had just an early encounter with God and, you know, at, at my age. So that's where it all started and just, just progressed from there. Just so much. I don't know how much, you know, it's a little bit more easier to ask more uh, specific questions, but that's in a nutshell from there <laughs> to there, all the way up to now. That's, that's how it's been. It's still like that. You had mentioned the testimony service, and yes, I do. I'm an '80s baby, <laughs> early '80s, and we had testimony service every Sunday. <laughs> there you go. And churches nowadays go. don't do that no more. Uh, mm -hmm. They have gone to praise and worship instead right. of doing the old-time fashion testimony services. And yep. uh, I remember, as well as being a kid, you know, we had a little sunshine band, we had a little <laughs> teenager ba uh, choir, and then we had the adult choir. So. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep. We had all of that. Yes, we, we did. Yes, we did. And I think that was, to me, um, 
that had got the young adults, the children more involved to be free to worship him and to yes. to, to get that one-on-one communication with God themselves instead of you know having our parents to do it. It, it taught us how to, because sometimes our parents are not going to be there. So it taught mm-hmm. us to me <clears throat> to worship and to get that connection and get that love between me and God together. And it's a funny thing how you said about the singing that you didn't think it would go this far, you know, but I listened to your song, Child of the King, and let me tell you, it really touched me. It really, it really wow. did because it was like, did I miss something as a kid? You know, it was just, <laughs> <laughs> it was just that heart felt you was like, you were singing, but you, you, you had so much emotion and, and messages in that song to mm. where anybody can, you know, to adapt to it. You know, you got them old church songs and old testimony songs and old choir songs. But <laughs> this song, to me, it was like, he's putting his whole life and emotions and heart into this. He's like, Lord, I'm talking to you. I, I am your child. You know, you are my king. And and it was wonderful. I was like, mm. so I had to listen to it twice. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Thank I had you, listened Jesus. To it, it, it twice and just the worship. Um, that we need to have with God is, is amazing. It's amazing because we got to have that in this day and age, in this society, with everything going on, we got to have that one-on-one um, and we got to praise him in our homes. You know, we can't be shy and only do it at church. We got to do it everywhere. We got to do it in our homes, our jobs, the grocery store, the gas station, uh, the parking lot, wherever God speaks to us or hit us at that moment. We got to obey him and we got to worship him. And I think to me, speaking for myself, I think worshiping, worshiping him every day and praying every day, it makes the day go by better. It does. It does. In fact, oh no, I was just saying, in fact, um, it's funny you mention all that because that's how it is during the day. Like I'm constantly, even at work, I'm constantly in a state of worship. I'm constantly just, and I'm not necessarily singing around the office. Sometimes I'll hum a little thing, but I'm not out there. Ah! I'm not doing all that. I'm just <laughs> worshiping. I'm just worshiping the Lord. I'm just, I'm in his presence. I'm thinking about him. I'm meditating, about, meditating on him. And songs well up in my spirit. I'm like, okay, Lord. And I'll just start humming sometimes. Sometimes I'll put on my, my headphones while I'm working, of course. And I'm, I'm listening to the music and I'm getting encouraged. And I keep forgetting I'm at work. So sometimes people ask me a question and I'm looking at them. I tried, I've tried not to do this. I've, I've made this mistake before. So I had, you know, God had to correct me on this, but I would look up at them as it's like, you're interrupting my, my work. I'm working, but you're interrupting my worship time. Leave me alone. Right. What do you want? They better be good. Don't, <laughs> don't interrupt me on no silliness. But I, I realized, okay, I'm at work. You know, even though I'm yeah. allowed to be able to listen to music, I have, you know, I'm, I'm at work. And so, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm okay with it. It's just, I get into that moment of worship. And last night, I came home after work. I was pretty much home, you know, all for the rest of the evening. And earlier that day, I had watched an interview. I won't mention the artist's name. It's an artist that I do like. But I watched, uh, not as an interview, it was a blog about this, this particular artist. And as I was listening to the individuals talking about the artist, and they were talking about how the artist started um, and how they changed over time. And it really hit home with me. It, I mean, it really hit home with me in the sense that 
I said, Lord, I'm doing this. You know, you're, you're launching me out. I started back in 2021, officially putting out an album, like a real album. And I said, Lord, I don't want to do that. I don't want to start off with the worship and humility and then start making it about me and, and getting prideful. Because we know what that happens. We know right. That's right. it comes, you know, a fall is coming. Yes. And I'm not, I'm not speaking against that artist. I'm just yes. saying the things that they were bringing out were so blatant and so contrast to who they are and who they were and to who they represent in the kingdom. And I said, Lord, I don't want, I don't want that to be me. So yes. I went into repentance. I, I went and said, Lord, I, I said, God, I am, you know, cleansed my heart. And the Lord just started showing me. And I, it was like a, there was like a barrier. And it was my fault. I, I allowed certain things unbeknownst to me. Um, some things I, I kind of realized where it crept in and some things I didn't. But it was something that I allowed. I gave the enemy that access. So I had to repent before God. I had to close those doors. But I felt the presence of God. And I just started to break down. Like I, I, I went and just sat sat down and was just like, God, you know, I'm so sorry. I I didn't have more words. I had more tears than I had words. Yes. To just, it was just, you know, and then, and then how it started, ironically, was that I have another single out. It's not promoted, but it's it's part of my, my music. It's called Come and Be Free. And God brought that song back to my spirit. It was like the Lord used that song I put out to minister back to me. And I started going into worship, not because it's me, but I started going into the worship. And it was like, come and be free. Let go of the past. Right. Embrace what he has. And it was, it was, it was just wonderful last night. And I, I just went to bed with a refreshing, went to bed just feeling better. I woke up this morning. Um, I was watching The Chosen a little bit last night. And I woke up and watched the rest of The uh, Chosen episode. I don't know if anybody's familiar with that. But on all in all, I said all this to say that I was praising and worshiping the Lord. I've never been ashamed to worship and praise the Lord, uh, not only in front of people, but also in my home. And I actually prefer in the private moments, in the stillness, in those, those places, I would yes. prefer to worship God by myself. I don't like onlookers. <laughs> when I'm in my worship mode, I don't like people looking. Unless you're worshiping with me, unless you're yes, praising leave God, me <laughs> leave me alone. Don't. I don't want anybody staring, looking at me like, wait, wait, what are y'all staring at me for? <laughs> y'all should be in worship too. So anyway, I said all that to say that's that's where I, I that's how I've grown when it came to my to the worship and the praise. It's just it's personal, and when it's personal. You don't care whether you're in church. You don't care whether you're at home. Like you said, we in the grocery store, and that 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 thought hits you. You're like, "Whoo, thank you, Jesus!" Or that 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 reminder of what yes. God has done, and it, it's like, "Wow!" You just sit there. Sometimes you could be driving, and just tears fall down your eyes. Right. Just like God, I thank you for what you do. I thank you for your grace and mercy. I thank you because I should have been dead. I should have been in a hospital from right. this or that or some disease or some some type of whatever. But you saw fit to cover me. That's right. In your blood. You cover me. In your blood. And that's, that's what right. Child of the King is about. That's right. That's right. In your blood. And and that's and that's when you're talking about the just your space. In the Bible it talks, you know, get in that secret closet, that secret spot. 
with yes. him and you just talking. And, and sometimes we don't realize that sometimes like, the enemy comes in, like you said, you realize some part, some parts you didn't realize, some parts we don't realize how we let the devil just creep in. But once he tries to creep in, if we give him the opportunity to creep, keep on creeping, he's going to destroy us. But we gotta stop that at the door. And sometimes, you know, you were speaking, I can be asleep, just dead asleep, probably snoring too, but just dead asleep. And all of a sudden, I'll get to praying, not knowing why, not knowing for who, maybe for myself. But the Lord works with you even in your sleep. Mm-hmm. You'll wake oh, yeah. up praying. You'll wake up, Lord Jesus, touch their Father, cover them in your blood. Put your arms of protection around us. And, and sometimes you wake up speaking in tongues, not knowing for That's what right. reason. That's right. But whatever the reason may be, God's giving it to you. God's giving yes. you that. And then you know, too, when we're, when we're in worship, tears fall down people think oh you know they done done something wrong oh no honey i'm counting each blessing that god has bestowed upon me each right. blessing that god said i'm gonna grant you because of your good work i'm granted down to your children your children's children and keep on going people don't realize that yes there are generational curses but honey god got blessings that's generational blessings that people that's really right. don't understand and sometimes god right. give us a song to sing and if you don't sing that song, God gonna give it somebody else to sing. You didn't miss your blessing right then and there. That's right. And I have been in the car, I don't know how many times driving, me and my family, even by myself, and tears go down. And I say, Lord, I thank you. Because I should have been dead. I should have been gone when I was three years old. That lady thought that she was, I was dead. She tried to kill me. But God said, no, wow. I got a blessing for you. I got a purpose for you. I got a reason why I want you to be here. And I thank him every day. Lord, I thank you. But first, we got to cleanse ourselves, get that ourselves part. together. See, because mm-hmm. we can't help nobody else or minister, minister to nobody else or praise him if we not together. That's right. And like you know, it's funny. Man, you got to sweep around your own front door before door. you try to sweep around my <laughs> But it's funny you mentioned all of this. I just love this, this, this uh, conversation because everything you're mentioning is exactly what God was dealing with me last night before... You know, before I like completely broke down, the thought came to mind about praying, and, and the Lord spoke to me. He says it, it, it wasn't in such a, it wasn't in a rebuke. It was, it was a like a reminder, like James, you you're not praying like you used to. It's not that you're not praying at all, but you're not, not praying, praying like, like you used to. Yes. And I'm thinking about all the people, the the family members, the the my coworkers. Uh, saints that got this these issues and of course i i don't i'm i am i james hardy am not the solution jesus is the solution right but the lord tells us to pray for one another and i i got convicted just with his gentle reminder you used to pray you're not praying for people like you used to i got so caught up in, in trying to get this together that together and there's nothing wrong with taking care of business but i got so caught up in the work that I forgot to take time to spend time with, with the one who assigned the work to me. And when I started praying and God was, it, I just, I was thinking about Revelations chapter two with the first church he mentions Ephesus. And he says, you done all of this stuff. You know my name, you know those who are fake, those who are not. He says, you know, it, in essence, if I were to put it in today's vernacular, you know everything about church. You know who's real, who ain't, who's who's part of the body, who's part, who's not part of the body. You know exactly what to do. You know how to preach, you know how to teach, you know how to sing. But you left your first love, and the Lord was like, "I, 
called you not to just sing on a, on an album and and be known. I've called you to minister to the sick. I've called you to minister to the downcast. I've called you to go out to the highways and hedges. He says, now, yes, I am sending you in a platform, but don't you forget where I've, what I've called you to originally. And I started repenting. I said, God, please open up the doors. Yes, this is part of my ministry of singing, but there's another part of the ministry. There are people, I, you know, I used to go to the convent. I'm sorry, am I talking too long? I don't want to go take You go ahead. No. <laughs> I used to go to the convalescent homes. And this is before, the, of course, the pandemic. This was many, many years ago. And I used to go to the convalescent homes. And I remember this, it was, I think, 2004. And I was working at, at that time, Southern California Edison. And part of my job, we would read meters. So I would go throughout different parts of Santa Monica, Beverly Hills, you know, part of my job was to read all of those meters. So I was on where Venice Boulevard is, right where, not too far from, what is that? Uh, I don't know if you're, you're oh, you're in, oh, you're in uh, Oklahoma. Sorry. <laughs> you're in for Oklahoma. I'm sorry. So in Venice Beach, California, there's a part that's, um, I forgot what it, it's like a, uh, gosh, I can't think of it. Why am I going blank? But basically it's, it's a popular spot where everybody goes. But going down further as you head towards what we call Malibu or, or on the top part of Venice Beach, there was this convalescent home. And I stopped by the convalescent home. And as I was meeting the readers the, the, uh, on the wall, they said, oh, you know, one of the ladies came out and said, oh, you need to come in. I said, no, no, I'm good. And so I started to inquire about the, the building. And she said, it's a convalescent home. And the Lord spoke to me He says, go in there. I want you to set up an appointment and go and minister to them in song. Now, I didn't have my equipment at the moment. So I talked to her. She said, oh, that'd be great. We don't have anybody to visit them. They would love it. So I got the information, set up everything. And at that time, I had a karaoke machine. So I had a karaoke machine, had my little instrumentals. I had my hymnal book. So I put hymns to these instrumentals. They did not fit. None of these, none of it fit as far as the music. But I took those those lyrics and I put it to the instrumental melodies. Yes. So I went and came back and I got off of work around three, about three o'clock. So that still had enough time. I left work, which was all in the same location, about five, 10 minutes away, went there. And I, as I began to sing, they brought all of the, the elderly people. This is one part that really got me. You could see the Lord was dealing with those people. Yes. yes. I don't know what they were involved with. I don't know what their life was, what, if they believed in God, if they didn't believe in God. All I know, even the men that were there, some of these men were like from the World War, World War like they were, you know, part of all that. And even even he was getting choked up. There were people that, and it had nothing to do with James, and just James singing. It was just the anointing began to yes. move. Yes. And I'm trying not to get emotional about it, but there was this lady that I remember to this day. I'm, I'm sure she passed. That was about 2004. But she started walking up. And I don't know if she had a condition on in, or that was just, but she had a condition where her whole cheeks were swollen. Her tongue was sticking out. It was That was just the way it was. And she started to walk up. And the lady that was in charge went to go get her. The lady was walking towards me. This particular lady was walking towards me. So the lady that was in charge went to get her. And I said, no, 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 she's fine. The lady came, she sat next to me. She said not a word. 
when she sat next to me, you could see rivers of tears flowing down her eyes because Ooh. the anointing so began great. to hit her. Yes. God began to deal with her. I don't know what it was, but I, I looked at her and she just sat there and she had tears coming down her eyes. We have to remember as artists that it's not about us. No. It's not about it's us. Not. It's about God moving in the hearts of people so that people can come to know them. This lady, maybe maybe she knew the Lord and maybe she turned away. God knows. But, you know, I'm like, I'm crying a little bit because I'm, I'm the memory's coming back to me. She just, I mean, it was just rivers of tears. She, she just sat there and just looked straight on. That is... That is the essence of my ministry. Wow. That is wow. what God has called me to do. Yes. So yes. my desire has always been not to have the best sounding music. You can have the best sounding music and that's good. That's great. But if it's only building me up and not building Jesus, then I've lost it. I've lost the, the vision. I've, I've lost it. I've gone out of the way. So my hope and prayer with this music, with these songs, is not to make people feel good. It's not to make people get in the hip of the song. I want those lyrics and that melodies and that sound to pierce the heart. That's right. That's right. So Jesus can step in and do what he has to do. And of course, the devil doesn't want that. No, he does, he not. does not want that. He would rather me, you know, he would rather me. And it's not about him. He would rather me have something that, that would stir the flesh, but that's not right. convict the heart. That's right. That's right. And that's always been my prayer when it comes to, to what I do. Uh, but and I believe because of the sincerity, God will, is, is opening up doors and will continue to open up the doors because people need to hear authentic worship, uh, uh, stuff that's going to make them look at themselves and say, God, am I where I need to be with you? That's right. Or Lord, thank you. You know, or reminders, I'm a child of the King, you know? So, and I I said, I wasn't planning on getting here to cry. I was just like, man, God. Let the Lord use you because maybe somebody out there needs to hear that. Because, you know, it's not about us. It's not about the piercing of the, the flesh and, and, and making everybody feel good. No, it's about the word and the message God has given you to give to them. And you said that lady was crying. God was having it. God was piercing her heart. Like, you, we don't know what, what was going on. We don't even know what happened to her in the past or the present. The only thing that we know is God sent you there for a reason. And that reason only knows between you, God, and them. And that's an amazing thing because people can holler and whoop and everything, make millions and millions of dollars. But if they don't give God's message the way that he wants them to, it's of nothing. It's of nothing. In the Bible, it talks about how people had these different talents. You know, if some people buried them, people just didn't want them. I, I, I pray for the Lord, let me use my talent. And see, I'm a talker. <laughs> so, I have always been a talker since I was a kid. I have been a talker. I came up in the music background as being a kid and my parents and stuff. But I am a talker. And I said, Lord, use me. I don't want to be ashamed. I don't want to be scared. I don't want to be intimidated. But Father, you use me the way that you want me to be used. Show me what someone is going through. I had a friend. He's passed on now that um, one day me and my uh, friend went to go visit and to go pray. 
Now, me, I just went to go and pray silently. But <laughs> <laughs> he looked at me, and you could see his whole eyes. His I seemed like God had showed me his whole soul, and his soul was so dark. And wow. he kept, and tears just flowing. And I couldn't stop crying. Snot was just coming. I'm just trying to wipe it up, but it still wouldn't stop. And he said, what's wrong? And I'm looking at him, and I couldn't say nothing. And he said, I'm, but I'm feeling better. I'm going to be okay. I'm, 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 I'm going to beat this. And I'm, I wanted to tell him what I saw. And I said, no, I can't do that. I can't do that. I can't do that. And I'm just, you know, fighting. God has shook me so hard. <laughs> and before I knew it, it just, whew, it came out. He looked at me like, <laughs> and, and when I said it to him, and we got done praying, it wasn't but a week later he had passed away. But God had, he had wanted me to tell him what I had seen, what the message was. And I feel like, you know, the older we get, and we get more and more in, in the church, and more, not necessarily in the church, but more in him, reading our Bibles and meditating, and, and just opening up, being honest, being um, transparent. Father, it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. Need of prayer. That's Not right. my mother, my father, my sister, nobody but Father, but it's me. You know, convict me, wash me, make me whole, burn me from the inside out so I can do your will, so I can right. please you. Because I don't want to please nobody else. That's right. I don't want to please Sister Bluefoot or Johnny so-and-so down the street, I want to please you because you can't nobody put me in heaven or hell but you, Father. That's right. And, and when, you know, when we get to heaven, we can't we can't do no good works up there, so we got to do it down here. It says go That's out right. in the hedges and compel them to come. We got to show, let our light so shine before men that they may see our right. good works and glorify our Father. And I thank God because in your song, Child of the King, you are letting that be known. You are being transparent. Father, I am your child. You are my father. You know, it's me. And 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 and, and that's a wonderful thing. A lot of people, they get up there and they make all these albums and they be just hollering and screaming and to me, there's no message. And I'm just like, <laughs> that's right. what was the point of the song? <laughs> because there was no message. But if you can't sing a song in the church and feel his spirit, something ain't right. If you in church, or if you listen to us, God give you a song, even if just knowing who he is. My children, they're young adults, but their friends said, how can you believe in somebody you can't see? Every day. <laughs> I can, because I know what he's done. I know what he's had. I know what he's doing now. I know what he's going to do in the future. See, we got to have that one-on-one -on -one deal. But see, nobody, the sinners don't understand that. But that's the reason why God blessed us. Your voice and people's ministries and testimonies to tell them, hey, you're not alone. You have someone here with you that's been through maybe not that exact thing, but has been through something in life that might can help you. And I, and it's wonderful. It's wonderful that, you know, you've been on TV shows and radio stations and magazines, but it's a blessing to hear your voice and to hear how God has blessed you and to hear that you are so sincere about God that you don't mind about crying on no interview because why God has brought you so far and is going to continue to keep on bringing you over those stepping stones. Don't move my stepping stones. No. Just give me the strength to climb them and to get over them. That's right. 
And I and I thank you because that just you what you said a while ago really touched me. And I and I, I was crying a little tears too, but I got my glasses on so nobody can see. <laughs> it's just a blessing how God is touching people in different ages, different states, different backgrounds, different religion. Different, God is saying it's not all about that. It's about me. And it's a wonderful, it's wonderful. I, I'm, I'm just excited. <laughs> and you know what? I, I appreciate that. I was just, as you were talking, I was thinking about one of the things the Lord had. He recommissioned me. He yes. says, as you go, you don't forget. <clears throat> don't forget that. And it's been, some things have been in my spirit to do. And I was like, okay, Lord, and I'm trying to ask, not ask people to do it for me, but I'm asking people, can you do this? And God, I thought about, it just popped in my spirit, dropped in my spirit. I think it was Moses. When he asked, when God told Moses, go and tell Pharaoh to let my people go. I believe it was him. And he said, what do you have in your hand? A staff. And he then he tests him, right? He takes the staff, those, you know, goes on the ground, it becomes a snake. Then he goes and then picks up the picks up the, the, the snake by the tail. I believe God instructs him to do so. Picks up and he turns back into a staff. Now there's deeper significance that I'm not I'm not on here to preach. I'm just there's deeper significance. Yes. But I, the point I'm using of that is the Lord said, what do you have in your hand? I said, Lord, a microphone. He said, "Do not, did I not tell you to get a machine? Yeah, I have a machine right here. Go use it. You don't need them. You have a, you have a chaplain's license. If they don't want to go with you, you go by yourself. Go talk to the people and you let them know what I've sent you to do. And I'm not going, I'm not going there to preach. I'm just going there to minister in song. That's, that's all God told me to do. And I was like, okay, Lord, I'm, I'm saying this because I'm, I'm going to do it. But it was just the instructions. When we get well, to God that place. To yes. Yes. And when you get to that place where you cleanse. Because I said, God, I can't do anything until some of this crap yes. is gone. I got to get this stuff off of me. I got it. it. It's it's a barrier between me and you. And I can't go forth and be effective to anybody if I got all of this stuff on me, in me, that should not be there. So after going through that, God was like, okay, I'm giving you instruction now. And I said, Lord, I, you know, it, with all the pandemic stuff and, you know, making restrictions, you can't, cannot. And it's kind of, of course, it's kind of lightened up a bit. It's, yes. But it's still using that, you know. So I'm like, okay, Lord, what I do, he says, just go do. And I will go with you. I will be with Hallelujah. you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And yes. Let me speak through you. I had a, um, wow, at, and I had a, I had a dream. This was way back in 2000. No. Was it to the, I would, you know, I would say it's anywhere between 1998 and 2002. Yeah, because I was still at this particular house where was, we were staying at. 2001, excuse me. But I have this dream. And in this dream, I don't know what the stage, now people have been prophesying that don't know me. I've been prophesying several times about me singing in front of this large platform. That's that's not the main important thing. But the thing was, I was on this platform 
And there was other people singing. I don't remember if it was a secular event where I was allowed to sing gospel music or if it was a gospel event. One thing I will tell you is that this event, there were people singing, there was no anointing. But as I started to sing, the anointing began to move. And there was this, in in, in this particular spirit now, I've seen it in another dream, but I'm not going to talk about that. But in this particular dream, as I began to sing and the anointing began to move in this, and, and there was a spirit that was sitting in the front row. It was it was actually Slender Man. If anybody knows what Slender Man was. Yes, or I know Slender Man, yes. But before Slender Man started to become popular, which is crazy to me, Slender Man was actually coming after me in my dreams before I even knew what it was. No, literally, I drew it out. So if anybody, you know, but that again, that's for something else. But in, and that's it. part of it. Mm. It's I have part of its deliverance ministry that God has given mm-hmm. me. So with that being said, I saw it was Slender Man was sitting there and he was slouched. Sorry, I'm just kind of kind of giving an idea. He was slouched like this as I began to sing, and he had his head down and he had a hat on, the black hat that he had. Yes. And he lifted up his head at me as, as the anointing began to move, and he started going for me, reaching yes. for my throat, mm. but he couldn't touch me. He just started reaching, going for me, and it, it was like he was he would get this far, but he couldn't yeah. touch me. And yeah. so I stopped singing, got off the stage, went backstage, and he started to follow me. But this time, instead of him being tall like he was, like I'd seen him in my other dream, he was very short. I went into this room, and I don't know, I was I was I was at peace, but there was some other type of spirit that was talking to me, but I rejected it. I was like, whatever this does, I've just rejected yes. that spirit. Yes. I got I got out of that room, but as I began to walk and I saw it coming, the saints began to gather and we started to fight it off. And then we were all, we stood and we gathered in prayer and we were lifted up. Look, not, like, not necessarily like rapture per yes. se, but we were being lifted up from that level all the way up. And so I, that, I said all that to say that in that dream, it just, it, it reminds me that yes we are there to minister through music I'm there whoever else is there but what's most important at the end of that song at the end of that concert at the end of that uh, what do you call it conference at the end of that whatever it is that we say in the name of Jesus or that we say is for the sake of the kingdom yes if people's lives are not being truly transformed that's right yes to where they are asking what must i do to be safe if people are not coming to the place where they said you know what i was sick and that song you sung healed me i had this going if that person's coming is not saying testifying then you know what i was on the place where i was getting ready to commit suicide but when i heard that song it brought me out Yes. If, if if the if the predominant portion of our ministry as singers as musicians are not bringing people to Jesus, we've lost it. That's right. That's right. We and have, we've, and we've entertained. <laughs> right. Instead of we've being just a blessing. Entertained. That's right. Instead of being a blessing. So I'm just grateful for the opportunities that God has given me. I don't deserve it. You know, by my works and by my efforts and by my actions, I can say I don't deserve it. 
but it's his grace that has opened up these doors. It is his grace that says, you are my child. That's you are my son. Yes. And yes. that is why I'm sending you. You told me, you promised to me. When you said those words, he, the Lord told me, when you said those words, James, he, he, I repeated the words in Isaiah. Uh, no, when, G, when God says, also when you know Isaiah, it's in Isaiah, but it says, also I heard the voice of the Lord saying. Yeah, one minute left. So if it clicks off, I'm, I'm going to send, send a different link to uh, her so she can send it to you. So if it okay. clicks off, I'm going to send a different link. So go ahead. <clears throat> okay, I, real quick. It says, also I heard the voice of the Lord saying, who shall I send and who will go for us? Then I said, Lord, here am I. Send me, I will go. And I'll end it on that. <laughs> send me.